if you take all of those things that I just mentioned and throw them into one giant pot, the pot right now, I will say, is bubbling over. I would, right? like, I would even go like, even before you cut on the, the stove, it was already too much in the pot. It was too much in the pot. Too much in the pot. pot. Hola. Exactly. <laughs> What up, peeps? This is Alyssa, and I'm here with my co-host and faux little bro, Andre. And welcome to another episode of Teachers Like Us. Ooh, it has been. I'm hoping you can hear the tiredness in my voice. (laughs) You can't hear it in my voice, but my eyes are basically closed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So it has now been, what, two and a half weeks? Since our separation, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> acting like we're we're adopted children, and they said, "Ah, oh, <laughs> you got new parents. Be over there." And we're still trying to contact each other from time to time. Isn't that the case, though? Isn't that yeah, the case? That's what it feels like for real. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess it's been two and a half weeks, maybe a little bit more, maybe three weeks. I really don't know at this point. I don't know when I started. I don't know like what day it is. I don't. I don't know my head for my tail. Like I just I don't know. Um, but let's start with a mental health check. So how are you doing? I am tired. That is anytime anyone has asked me, like, oh, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm I'm tired. Like and I think my tiredness is just coming from I guess an overall just mental drain every uh-huh. day and not getting um not getting like breaks within the day again like i talked about it with with you know having somebody who you're cool with at work where it can be um as much as it might be tiring or taxing or something like that to have uh 30 seconds of haha time (laughs) kind of makes like kind of makes life or makes the the stuff that you're carrying makes it like less heavy even though i don't like saying stuff like heavy no Um, but it makes it less heavy so not having that and then like all of the th- all of my thoughts are just like super, super internal. And then I'm dealing, dealing with things, but not getting the chance to like and like saw or relax. Like even just just now before we started to record, I was like, all right, let me just sit in my office for two seconds. Got called to do something. I said, OK, let me sit in my office for one second. Had to get up again. So I'm so I, like because I'm constantly going. Uh-huh. constantly going and talking to students talking to staff dealing with issues it's it's a lot it's a lot yeah. to do with no break yeah i can imagine like i don't know how i would have done guidance without a sounding board and someone to be like hey <laughs> yeah it's not okay um so yeah how are you doing uh also tired also very very tired. So um, everyone wanted an update. I was getting a lot of <laughs> messages. Like everyone's like, how could you say you hate it? This is the most coveted job. Blah, blah, blah. Like, first of <laughs> Not all. Not blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because everyone's making it seem like, okay, again, I talked last, last pod <laughs> about the romanticization. I can't even speak anymore. The romanticizing of these board level positions right and how when you haven't been in one that you're very eager to kind of step into one and so 
what I will say is that, um, again, a lot of my dislike for my new position came from like the newness of it. I will say that now, like, you know, three weeks in, I feel like I've settled in a little bit more. I found the cool things. I can see why someone would want to continue this. I still mm. don't know if it's my jam per se. Um, but I am, I'm starting to enjoy like little things about it. Um, I'm enjoying going into different schools and seeing what's happening. I'm enjoying having those conversations with different teachers and different admin. Um, that part's really cool. And I kind of, it's funny because it gets your, like the wheels in your brain turning as to like things that you, you could do either in a classroom, in a school. Um, so I can see why people head from this position into admin because you get a really good idea of like some cool initiatives and ideas that you would like to run in your, in your own building and how you would like to see things operate. Um, and so that's kind of cool. And yeah, like, I feel like, I definitely feel like I'm settling in more. So it's not as, as, uh, as sad, maybe Okay. it was big, big sad, but I also (laughs) feel like, okay, here's the other thing too. The other thing is that I've been back to our school. Um, yeah, multiple times, multiple times already. Yeah. Um, and so that felt good, right? Like I got to see the kitties. I got like that, that much needed like boost. And then I was in a school yesterday where all I did was work with students. And so I was like, ah, oh, middle school, like mm. gave me that like middle school vibe that I needed. And so I feel like, I feel like if I could craft this position the way that I would like to run it and not the way that it, I guess, has to run for everybody. Cause we talked about that last pod too, yeah, right? Yeah. Like this idea that it has to kind of run a certain way. And so everyone kind of has to run it that way. But if I could say like, here's how I would be most useful to this position. And then do all the things that I like, which is obviously not, <laughs> not real world. But I think all of us kind of feel that way sometimes. Like if I could just do this the way I want to do it, um, I would like it more. So, but that yeah. goes back to what you were just saying. Like people have that idea of I want to do things my own way, but the only way you really can do things your own way is you have to step into an admin role. And now, yes, you obviously you have your own mandates as an administrator, but now this is your school and you get to you get to kind of imprint on the on your school the things that you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that um, and again, it's funny because being out in the field now. Oh, my goodness. Hi, principals. <laughs> and the amount of principals that actually listen to this pod <laughs> a little bit like not concerning but i was like oh <laughs> so you it's know, not like we're out here bad talking anyway it's not like real teachers real talk is like ah f these guys on the outside like it's not, it's not like no, that. but it's different it's different that i like now that i know that they're listening um and so i think they would say that they don't even have as much autonomy as we think they do true um, and that, yeah, again, all of those like mandates that you talked about are very much kind of what they're living within. So part of me is still trying to figure out where does it all come from? Who is the one who is the wizard in this entire mm. operation? So <laughs> this is the real teachers, real talk part. Like who is the wizard and where do I find the wizard? Because I, like, to be honest with you, I think the wizard is the, for us, whatever your school board, like letters are, whether it's TDSB, P P P D S B wherever you are just the the weight that comes with those four letters and the i guess the um 
mandate get that gets put on those different four letters from the government mm-hmm. that's what's kind of that's the person that's in the background pulling the strings where it's more um because if you look at just education as a whole education is very much a like political thing 100 percent, right so if even if you go like way way back in history people are doing things like you know hey we're gonna take these children we're gonna put them in this place and we're gonna teach them all of our ways and our traditions and things like that to that so that way we are influencing society to what we want to influence them to right yep so that's essentially what's happening here now so um whoever's up in government land that decides you know what ah i want all the kids to be reading when it gets down to us, it's ooh literacy initiative. That's yeah. what that's what the focus is. So then you're or saying again, like, like is what we Lech just had one? with the huh? I said, is it Lech then? Like, is he the one that's like? <laughs> I no, I think there's somebody behind him because you know you know. Yeah, I've had their feelings about that guy already, so Woo! I think there's 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 a guy right behind him. He's like a the placeholder. Man, like, ah, placeholder. This guy's nice shaven face. <laughs> He can speak well. He'll get he'll get our point across, but we're going to stay in the background so nobody really knows who we are type thing. Yeah, I don't know. Because even if you look at the, the um, for our school board, when we had that uh, document come out, huh? <clears throat> that also like, ah, everybody needs to know about this um, document that came out in, what's it, what, when did it actually come out? Um, Please don't do this to me. This is supposed to be my whole job and then you're going to make me look dumb. It's 2020, no? It's it's March 2020, I believe, is exactly when it 20, came out. Yeah, yeah. All right? Um, it did actually. It came out the day before March break. Okay, see, there you go. Oh. So then we had this, like, push of hate from the government. Hey, we're going to be looking at you guys now because you all need to fix up, essentially. Mm-hmm. And we had that push from them. And then it kind of, it dictated a lot of the things that we've been doing or we have been doing at school or I guess schools would have been starting those things now. Yeah. Um, so I think it's very political. That's I think it's like the the big guy in the background is whoever's running, who's ever running the office, whoever's running the big office. Which is a scary thought, because if that person is not an educator in any capacity, so that means like you've never been a teacher, you've never been an administrator, you've never been like you've never been anything. You haven't even you haven't been like a lunchroom supervisor <laughs> yeah and maybe you're not even a parent like you know what i mean like you really have no idea about the inner workings of a school and thus like i think it's very difficult for you to be the one making those decisions um so that's super that's concerning. and so this is why like where is the wizard like we're off to see the wizard but where <laughs> help help me <laughs> help us um yeah, it just feels very, I agree, political. And I I don't know. I feel like I'm like kind of searching for answers in this new position in trying to see how I can best help teachers and students and really admin, truthfully, like everyone in the school, just navigate all of the things that we're currently going through. Because if I'm going to be honest, and again, it's hard because I can't say things like I don't want to say things that may specific. Yeah, but I don't even want to say like general things because I'm afraid someone's going to be like, ah, you were at my school. That's my school. Oh, okay. Um, understand that I've been at several schools <laughs> already. And I will say that consistently, and this is not an hour board thing. This is me talking to educators who 
aren't even in our board and are doing things like education as a whole is a little bit messy right now. And by a little bit messy, I mean a lot of bit messy. I was going to say, you put a little bit in front of that. I, I would did. not do that. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have qualified. It's messy. And it's messy for so many reasons, right? It's messy because kids are kids, right? And so we're, it's always just going to be a little bit like. See, I, I feel like that's the issue. Okay. Sorry, okay. I know. Just because you brought it up as your first, like your first point, like it's yeah. the kids. And I think we've been doing that a lot. We've been looking at like, hey, the I don't know, because of COVID, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect example. I talked to a student a couple of days ago and um, they were telling me they haven't like this is their first year in school since grade three. I said, pardon? Yeah. You're in middle school. Yeah. Big, big middle school. And yeah. the, you haven't been in a classroom since grade three. That is crazy to me. Yeah. But um, I don't I've been thinking about it a lot and i feel like we've been focusing on the kids and saying like oh my gosh how much covid has kind of limited their learning yep and i don't know if that's that's it okay because funny like that was putting, my second point my second yeah. point was covid okay so you don't think that covid has had as much of an impact as everybody is saying like because i would say that the vast majority of teachers parents admin like mm-hmm. everybody is saying that like covid did this and you're saying I, <laughs> no, I think I think COVID has had an impact, but I think we put that impact on the children without actually looking at the adults in the building and how much adults have been affected by the constant change over the last three years yeah. of, OK, I'm here at school. I'm going to take a week off and I'll be back to nah, Tana Yayad and don't don't come back in here for you can't <laughs> like, like what does he mean sorry sorry he- stay home like we got that whole stay <laughs> home and and teach online but don't really teach online only give lessons and then check in on them maybe once or twice a week and then it got changed to yeah we're going back in the building to oh no now we're, now we're not to oh you guys are in the building but it's not really safe in there so we're gonna we're gonna be pulling kids and pulling classes from week to week just as there's a COVID case, that class is gone for two weeks and yeah. you're going to deal with that for another year. And then, oh, no, wait, some of you had colleagues. Some of your colleagues are going to be online. Some of them are going to be in person. You guys have to figure out how you guys are going to teach together now. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. Right. So just so much change for teachers and them having to like um, quickly change. There's like if you look at um, a teacher, maybe you're a teacher who's like very hands on with your students. You do a lot of hands on activities. Now you're changing your whole program to be online and trust that, you know, these students are understanding what you're trying to give them in an online space. <clears throat> Excuse me. Can is can be just I think it's just been very overwhelming for teachers. And we've been focusing on the students and going, oh, my gosh, look at all of the changes they've had to deal with and all of the the gaps in their learning that they've had to deal with, especially their social learning that they've had to deal with, not taking into account just the the flip flop back and forth all over the place that teachers have been going through and then eventually just told hey go back to what you're doing before everything will be fine yes so i really wish you had let me like go through my checklist because i think we would have gotten to all of those things my bad you just want to throw them all into one pot because it, it, it came up in my brain it just had to had to it had to fly yes. if we're gonna like i wanted to like clearly define this for people like the reasons so, okay, go ahead. Then we'll talk about each one. There we go. Yeah, that's in the notes. You know, it's in the notes over there. I was trying to make, like clear for people about like the different reasons. So one, we had again, students are studenting 
it's just the nature of, you know, developing over time. Two, I think we have COVID, which we talked a little bit about. Three, I think we have, like you already said, but overwhelm and teacher burnout. Um, and I don't think we're speaking enough about the mental health of teachers. Like you said, <laughs> you see, now I'm just repeating what you said because you couldn't wait. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it's a real concern that not only are teachers burnt out and overwhelmed and unprepared, let's be honest, mm. you could never, never in your wildest dreams have prepared for the series of events that took place leading up to COVID. COVID and you can't even call it post COVID because we're like still in this weird, like swirl of stuff, right? Like, oh, for sure. And so there's no, there was really no way for us to figure out how to navigate this. And we were literally, what is it like building the ship as, as we sailed it or whatever that, that saying is. I don't um, sail ships. I don't know. <laughs> oh gosh, you're annoying. But you know what I mean? Like you're building, you're building the thing as you're trying to actually use that thing. Yeah. And so it's just not like you're always, you're not even one step ahead. You're just like, all right, here we go. Like, put, put, put away. Um, and so I think that was difficult. I think the other piece is parents, right? We're both parents. Mm -hmm. It was very weird, strange. Um, in the beginning, it was delightful, right? To be home with your kids. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, you were like, sure. I am going to teach them all the things, even if their teacher can't. Um, I had two in kindergarten at the time. So I had a junior kindergartner and a senior kindergartner. And again, we've talked about this on the pod, but they were fighting on camera. All <laughs> class. And I was trying to teach at the same time. Like, please, we, we were not prepared for parenting our kids as much as we had to parent them. And then also preparing them for an environment that is heavily structured. Right. So you have your home life where, you know, you think that you're heavily structured. Like some people are like, no, in my house, we have times, we have rules, we have routines, and you probably do. But what happens when it is not your child anymore and it is 750 of that same child? Yeah. And they have to figure out how to interact with other people that have emotions. They have to figure out how to sit in an assembly. That was one of the things that, um, elementary schools were finding so like those k to fives they were like the kids were coming in and they like we just assumed that everyone would know where to sit in an assembly and they're like what is this what is this yeah there are whatever three four five eight hundred of us in this gym and you want me to just sit here crisscross applesauce <laughs> and attention when my senses are like pew 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 because everybody is in the same space at the same time and so that sensory overload was a lot for people. Um, and so you have all of that. You have all of the political stuff that is going on. So everyone is either loving teachers or hating teachers in any given moment based on yeah. who we believe to be correct about what teachers are or are not doing. Um, you have a lot of changeover, truthfully, in senior administration in various boards so what happened kind of in and around covid is that people were like school is not schooling the way we want school to school and so they were like all right everybody must go let's bring in like 
new faces. Yeah, yeah. But in that, you have a very real changeover of like, we've been operating this way for the whole time. Now you want us to operate this way. And it feels like hectic and scattered. And so if you take all of those things that I just mentioned and throw them into one giant pot, the pot right now, I will say, is bubbling over. Right? I would, like I would even go like even before you cut on the, the stove, it was already too much in the pot. It was too much in the pot. Too much in the pot. Hola. Exactly. <laughs> and so then you started it and everything was boiling and everything just started like flying. And now maybe it's not boiling over, maybe it's just shooting. Like exactly. maybe it's like you put popcorn open in a microwave. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> and the popcorn said, All right, I'ma fly. Yeah, And so what everyone is seeing right now is the chaos, the chaos in not knowing where to go, how to operate, how to be a human for tiny people and even our bigger people, right? Like mm-hmm. a lot of them missed, not a lot of them, all of them missed, all of the students, I'm saying, key socialization years for their given development, right? So you had students who missed kind of all of their primary years and then were expected to go into like this junior grade and be like students, right? But you really learn how to be a student in kindergarten. There's like a very real progression of training that happens. Same thing with reading. Um, A lot of our students who missed middle school, right? Three years only for middle school. So if you miss that window, you've missed like the very real, like I'm going through puberty and having to navigate relationships and friendships. So you missed that whole that whole jam. So you then went into high school and everyone was like, ah, this, that, boyfriend, girlfriend, person, friend, partner. And you were like, what? Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know any of this. Or all of that experience I? for you is online. So you had an yeah. online boyfriend that you never saw. Yeah. Or something like that. And so you, you don't even know how to communicate with people. You also don't realize that there is a very real difference between communicating with your peers and with adults and communicating online versus in person. And as much oh, as we yeah. think that the two should be the same, they haven't, well, this, you know, adults haven't even developed that, that wherewithal to know that like, there's a very real difference between what you say online and what you're willing to say to someone in person. Because again, there are still emails being sent out per my last email per my last email (laughs) in future if you in future someone you better say it to my face with your whole chest (laughs) because like i feel like everyone just i feel like the adults didn't forget how to socialize we just stopped caring about it because we were so used to being free in all of our interactions and our opinions because when you're in your house you can say whatever you want you can let whatever thoughts you have fly and then you have to come back into this regulated environment and be like, I am perfect. Yeah. I am a teacher. But I think it's like, it's weird that like for the teachers, if we, if I, again, if I just focus on us for a second, mm-hmm. it's weird that um, the time away brought just like so much change for how we interact with each other. Because I, that's one thing that I've seen um, a big change in is like, um, I feel like before we've had this extended going on COVID break, 
before you know there was um proper what is the word camaraderie so you know okay. teachers looking out for each other mm-hmm. teachers doing things with each other friendships being made friends turning into like family members and stuff like that that you're doing stuff on the weekend and whatnot yeah. and um you saw like real true connection mm-hmm. with with staff members and then we had that separate time um time away from each other and then all of these changes take place. So like, you know, maybe you had a friend in your, a colleague that was in your school and that person now changed schools or they changed their position. So now they're working at the board office or they're an administrator or something like that. Mm-hmm. And now we've come back and a lot of that camaraderie has been, it's, it's gone. So teachers don't like, I guess because the focus now is like so much I'm trying to make sure I'm not offending certain people when I speak or trying to keep my my um like you said trying to make sure the thoughts that i had in the house that everybody was okay with now Mm -hmm. i'm i'm trying to keep them in my head and not spew them out loud um or i'm spewing them still but it's it's coming off as you know like as per your last email so it's coming across petty it's coming across like Mm. i'm not here to like anybody or i'm not here to make friends not here to make friends (laughs) (laughs) the line that we heard all the time right so um it's i think that has made teaching even more difficult mm-hmm. it's the fact that you're you're coming into a place that is supposed to be a community and now um you have new staff that walk into a school building and you're like ah as everybody feels so isolated still everybody's still just in their rooms teaching yeah. and doing their thing with their you know 25 students but no one's really like interacting with each other you walk by a staff room people aren't in the staff room like that anymore mm-hmm. um you teachers walk you past each other in the hallway might not even say anything to each other anymore that's just right? weird. don't do that don't be that person right so it's like it's this this shift that has taken place mm-hmm. has made l- l- like teacher life is really difficult because i'm i still have to be like an adult and i still have to do like adult things and adults need connections the same way kids need connections yeah and we're not doing that anymore or you have one in few people that do it and then it seems kind of awkward yeah. <laughs> or or see. Yeah, I don't even know what the other word is that I was thinking of, but like it just seems awkward to have something like a relationship happen between a teacher where a teacher actually feels comfortable. Like, OK, I'm going to go and collaborate with another teacher. Mm-hmm. I wonder like and I've been wondering about that for a long time, this idea of like how we make. Teacher friendships. And not necessarily the ones that, you know, are long lasting like ours. <laughs> you two beep beep like, no. but, like <laughs> I'm even talking about. OK, so um, we we had to gather this past weekend. Um, That's a perfect example. I yeah. know what you're going to go ahead. We had to gather this past weekend for um, a colleague's, and I'm going to say colleague first, a colleague's celebration of life. But I will say. That if you asked anybody in that room, we would have all said my friend. For sure. Nobody would have said my colleague. We would have all said my friend. Okay. But when we all saw each other, and this is like people that we have worked with for now, like, you know, they've they've either come through our school or we've worked with each other for a while. We were a group for better or worse. So I will say, obviously, not everyone in that group is going to get along. But when we saw each other, we were like, ah, we needed this. Yeah, this is the worst way for us to have to get together. But everyone was like, friend. Hey, friend. Yeah. How you doing, friend? 
Look at your turtleneck, friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Someone's going to send this. Someone's going to send that baby. <laughs> <laughs> Look how she's talking about you. <laughs> she don't even like you. But no, it was like genuinely, genuinely nice to be in community, I will say, in the mm. worst possible way. But yeah, I just, I really saw how, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what the word is. I, part of me was like, oh man, like, how do we get everyone together? How do we, not outside of school, like, how do we get all these people back into a different building? Yeah, how do you put the gang back? Yeah, yeah because it brought back, like, feelings of, like, hey, you got a binder of stuff? Don't worry, I got, I got you. Hey, yeah. you want my binder? You want my this? You want my, like, there was so much sharing going on. Um, when I started and I moved, again, grades every year <laughs> or whatever it was every year, Somebody was always willing to help me out. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry. I got that for you. Oh, don't worry. Here's this. Um, I feel like also the impact of COVID has been this very individualistic mentality. And this is not to say that it didn't exist before. It definitely did. But now I see it in the like, this is mine. And like, you can't even look at it because I need to shine with this. Like, this is the thing that's going to make me. Yeah, go to the next step or something like that. Yeah. And so it just all feels disingenuous. And I don't, again, I don't know. I don't have any solutions right now. And I feel like there's, like, there's teachers out there that, you know, are making connections, doing things with each other, building with each other. Because that's stuff that I see in my building now, especially with a lot of the, the new teachers and a lot of the LTOs that are in the building. They're able to, you know call on people receive help receive support which is great but it's not it i feel like it almost feels like there used to be a time where that that was just happening all of the time it wasn't something that needed to be highlighted because yeah. it doesn't happen anymore yeah, right fair. and again you said like a whole bunch of things and we f- we're focusing on the teachers for this <laughs> right <laughs> we focused on the like teachers completely left from where we were going today but let's yeah <laughs> yeah, that's true. But we focus on the teachers for for most of it, and it, I think really what I think why I'm focusing on us so much, like us as teachers, is because I guess when you, I don't even want to call it burnout because I just feel like it's not just burnout from the career choice that we made. It's just I'm down bad as a human, yeah, and now I, I have to that. come. Right. And now I have to come and look at other humans that are also down bad and we're also and we're trying to lift up each other, but we mm. we're we can't. Yeah, it's and we different. can't yeah, we can't and we and we we don't know what to do and we're trying to advocate for things for ourselves or advocate for things for the kids that are in our class mm-hmm. and the stuff isn't working. Anything that we would have tried before, uh, you had a difficult student, I'm gonna do this with this student. Yep. That stuff doesn't work anymore. It's true. Right. And And now it's just like all the time, every day. It's like, yo, what do I do? Why am I here? What am I doing? How do I do it? The mental load is a lot because you're constantly having to pivot. You're just pivoting every 10 seconds because everything you thought worked, plus all the things you never wanted to try, but you were like, I'll just try it because like I'm running out of things Mm -hmm. is no longer getting through. And I feel like that's, that's part of the scary piece for teachers. For sure. Right. Like teachers are like, oh, my goodness, like I genuinely care. I genuinely am trying. 
I'm trying everything in my toolkit and I'm trying everything that I can figure out. But there's a real disconnect happening between like us and the students. And that doesn't mean that, you know, like we're we're out here like combative. Like it just yeah. means that, like it may work for a second. Like you see the light bulb and you're like, okay, cool. Like you heard me, you got it. But then like the second it's like out of sight, out of mind, right? They they leave you and then they're like, ah. Let me go do the thing that I wasn't supposed to do. <laughs> You're like, but we just had a great conversation and mm-hmm. I saw you get it. You, you said like, hey. And, and so then you, you do. You start to second guess everything. Yeah. And I feel like it's not just second guessing it too. It's also just maybe you start thinking to yourself, okay, because this stuff isn't working, these guys are getting bare minimum out of me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah, come. Are, yeah. I'm going to stand at the front. Whoever wants to listen, you listen to this lesson. Whoever wants to do the worksheet, do the worksheet. I'll do the marks accordingly. Your parents will complain and I'm going to say, hey, look at the mark book. I don't have anything for them. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh-huh. that'll that'll kind of be the end of it until I get another batch of kids and maybe, you know, start fresh again in September. But it's like. It's hard. That's the that's like that's the only word that I can think of. Like, it's just difficult to come in every day, look at the same students every day, try and build with them, try and make connections with them, try and teach them. Mm. And forever there's this just like wall. Or again, like you said, now I have to pivot what I was doing because I had planned to put this thing together, but because another teacher was away, now I have coverage over here for two periods. Mm -hmm. And now the class that I wanted to teach, now they're going to get a lesser version of the lesson that I wanted to provide, stuff like that. Like it's just, it's difficult all around. Yeah, and I will. I, oh, sorry, I was going to say, I feel like from, again, uh, behind the veil mm-hmm. uh, perspective, what these guys need to do is, one, I think over here in Ontario, this whole two-year um, teacher's college thing. Scrap it. Put that away, guys. It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> Put that away. You are turning two, up those teachers again. Yeah, there's too many good teachers that are, are sitting down and, and trying just to survive the two years so that they can get into the classroom, which is making it difficult for a lot of teachers that are here that are, you know, struggling to hold on to, you know, maybe, maybe I'm about to retire and I'm like, okay, I got to make it through this time. Okay. But I will also say though, that in that two years of, if, uh, like a B ed program of a teacher's college, you've now excluded so many more people because people cannot afford. Exactly. So you have automatically weeded out a lot of your lower like um, socioeconomic like group, which honestly, let's be honest, is often your racialized teacher. Exactly. So then you're like, well, how come we're not getting the applicants that we want? And it's because they couldn't afford to go or they couldn't afford two years off of like a full-time job to do this. And so I think, yeah, I agree with you. Like scrap the two years, we went through one and we're okay. I'd say we're doing better than okay. Like most of your teaching, your learning from teaching is not coming from teacher's college. Sorry, all the teacher's colleges out there. And I just applied to one. They're going to be like, oh, we heard the podcast. <laughs> but I think they know that. That's why they have, um, that's why they have uh, people doing so much. Like you do so much practicum in your teacher's college experience because yeah. they know that's where the learning is. You have to be in front of these kids. You have to. You have to. There's no other way to learn how to teach than to actually teach. 
because you can draw up the best lesson plans that you have ever created. And you're like, I am going to rock this. You are going to bring that same lesson to a group of students. And like you cut out everything. You have these little laminated things. And <laughs> guaranteed some kid's going to put it in their mouth and spit it out at someone. You're going to be like, I did not prep for this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like one, um, this is a bad rap to you, Instagram teachers out there. That's including you. I'm pointing at you. Okay. knocking on the screen and pointing at you i'm here to take a it. lot of a lot of the times you're like hey look at this lesson that i put together we're gonna be starbucks employees for the day and <laughs> but you don't show <laughs> what happens when the kids walk in and go oh where's where's my favorite place to sit how come it's a it's a starbucks counter now <laughs> you, you don't yeah, show you that side they're out there running past your classroom and ripping down <laughs> yeah all that i hate starbucks i'm all about coffee time and tearing up yourself like you don't you don't see any of that oh my goodness but um i all in all i think just i guess just to wrap up this episode um we're going through a lot of things i think we're gonna have to touch on those other things in uh another episode yeah but there's a lot going on at school and it's one for teachers teachers parents students to know a it's not just at your school it is around the globe right now it's around the globe right now where there's where we are here trying to figure things out so i want all of the teachers that i know i want you guys to know hey keep trying i'm trying trying over here you know and i'm here complaining again i'm tired my head hurts i'm going through mental drain but i have to keep trying and i do it for myself i do it for the my colleagues that i teach with i do it for the students that i interact with because if i know if i give up a lot of I, I hear all the time. I hear people come to me and they're like, ooh, something must be wrong because Andre's not smiling like how he usually smiles. So it's and it's because not there. <laughs> and it's because of that why I try and make sure like I ooh, I'm always gonna look for something to laugh at, something to joke at. I'm always gonna be in the gym and trying to be active and things like that, right? Because I yeah. know other people are watching and I, I know if I break down or really start to show how I'm feeling on the inside, it's going to be to like it's not gonna um, make things better for my colleagues and make things better for the students that i interact with so okay but i'm gonna say i am going to say feel your feelings because if you don't feel your feelings it's gonna come out in a different way uh, not pause Mm -hmm. but like hold on Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and so i will say to any other teachers out there if that is your mode like that's fine but you don't need to become like andre in this of like yeah don't put it on yeah don't put on the mask if you need whatever you need, reach out for support because at the end of the day, like, again, one of the things that I'm doing right now is really trying to figure out how I can make educators' lives easier. So it is great that I have all of this theory and all of the things that I know, but this is when I talk about ways that I am trying to improve my specific role as a resource teacher, it is really to figure out how I can just make teaching that much easier for someone. So that way, There's a smile that comes out of like, they're happy to be in their environment. They're excited to try new things and thus Mm -hmm. the students benefit. Because I think what we often forget is that if you have upset teachers and if you have teachers that hate where they are, it is going to come through regardless of how great and how much of a face they can put on. That little bit will be felt by the students because they notice minute changes. For sure. So I think this is like one of those times that like, I'm going to say, even if you are not the most social person like myself, see what you can do to help somebody else's day. And like, that might be a small thing. 
Um, maybe you go to Dollarama and you have like, you know, like a little chocolate thing or you buy like a little bag of chocolates. Just leave one on a colleague's desk and be like, yo, I see you. You're doing great. Or maybe yeah. it's not even that. And you just say like, I know this sucks right now. I got you. Like, because I think that really does go a long way sometimes. And with that being said, we will wrap up today's episode again. We are teachers like us. You can find us wherever you decide to put your subscription dollars. If you're looking to stay up to date for when we're dropping new episodes, you can follow us on Instagram at teachers like us. If you're looking to stay up, up to date with what Alyssa's doing in her new role. Which I don't post about, apparently. <laughs> I don't got no time anymore. You can follow her at Alyssa G. Titer or historicallyspeaking.ca. And we will see you next week. Peace.